This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. In our headlines, new details unfolding this morning about a victim flown from the scene of a raging brush fire in a subdivision south of Lumberton that burned two acres and drew a rapid response from local and state firefighters. Fire Chief Jeff McNeil with ESD2 in the Lumberton area telling us when they responded to the fire yesterday afternoon in the Madison Park subdivision near Keith Road, first responders found the victim on the ground. He'd been clearing land and McNeil says the man may have suffered heat related problems, but he also inhaled smoke and soot from the fire. Now the victim was not responding to commands and he was in serious but stable condition when he was flown to by medical helicopter to UTMB in Galveston. McNeil is working on checking on his condition. Now firefighters and other agencies put out the two acre fire and prevented it from spreading to any homes. Not far away, a weekend fire still under investigation. KGS radio reports flames devoured this home on Jasper's east side. The fire coming, as you can see, from both ends of the house on 190 East. No word on what sparked the blaze. Friends and many in the community are remembering Chris Quinn 20 years after he was murdered. A gunman shot and killed Quinn on June 13th of 2002 in his office at Road Morgan and Quinn. The gunman was upset because he wanted the firm to represent him in an asbestos case, even though the attacker didn't have a valid claim. Quinn was not only a a prominent attorney. He contributed to a number of organizations and youth soccer was his passion. The soccer fields and soccer complex off Dishman Road were named after him. Quinn often mowed the fields himself. District Attorney Bob Wortham was a close friend of Chris Quinn. He went with Rio Morgan and Quinn. It was a big day for the law firm. I'm telling you, wherever he went, sunshine came. And he just knew how to make things happen. And he did it so well. 80-year-old Richard Gerzing was convicted of murder. It took the jury 15 minutes to find him guilty. He was sentenced to life and died in prison. Five family members killed by an escaped killer were buried over the weekend in Houston. Mark Collins and his four grandsons shot and stabbed by Gonzalo Lopez. The probe into what went wrong near Centerville is just beginning. Brooke Taylor reports on the changes underway. Ramped up security when transporting inmates starts Monday as an investigation continues into how inmate Gonzalo Lopez possibly managed to escape a transportation bus while on the way to a medical appointment. Safety of citizens of Texas has to be the highest priority. The whole Lopez incident was so poorly mishandled at several stages. It was one week ago we pressed lawmakers on if and what changes they'd be pushing for to ensure community safety. Senator John Whitmire, chair of the Texas Senate Criminal Justice Committee, adamant on better security. I, I promise you it'll happen. If I, I won't have to introduce legislation. It'll be done by my uh, it'll get done. And he was right. Now prison officials have new protocols starting tomorrow. For starters, there's going to be three officers required on transport buses. Enhanced search procedures, inmates determined high risk will be transported by themselves, and new surveillance. I think it's in question that uh, your news story, uh, the discussion with, with the director, uh, has led to, to these changes, but someone as dangerous as Lopez serving a life sentence without parole for capital murder will no longer be placed on a bus. He'll be on an individual van as they handle 
death row inmate. Officials say Lopez broke free from his arm and leg restraints with a key or makeshift key and then a caged area for high-risk inmates. He had two weapons, homemade knives, prison knives, shanks, and then he had a piece of metal that he would pry open the bottom of the cage. Lopez then stabbed the bus driver. Officials say a second officer with a shotgun went out the emergency back door. Lopez somehow able to run free from both the armed officers. If the new security measures were in place during Lopez's escape, like the added security officer on board and a better pat-down system, Whitmire says an innocent family may still be alive. I'll tell you that I'm upset about today still is that it takes such a tragedy to change policies that were obviously very flawed. Beating the heat, that's what we're all trying to do right now, and it's almost impossible unless you're inside with air conditioning. But for so many Southeast Texans, that's just not an option, especially for the homeless. That's why the Salvation Army is doing what it regularly does in times of oppressive heat. The center off Interstate 10 in Beaumont is opening up a cooling station. It's a place people can go for some cool air and hydration. It started opening its doors for those needing relief last week and will continue to do so until the dangerously hot temperatures start dropping to a more comfortable and safe level. Now the cooling station is located at the Salvation Army headquarters located at 2350 I-10 <coughs> East in Beaumont. The station opens in the morning and is available to anyone until 4 p.m. City parks in Beaumont and other parts of the area offer another way to beat the heat, splash pads. Rogers Park in Beaumont, one of several with splash pads for kids who don't want to stay cooped up inside their homes, even with the heat. Two city parks in Beaumont also feature pools, as do a few other parks in southeast Texas. And you might remember the story that we had earlier this year that the biggest problem is just trying to find staff for the yeah. pools these days, lifeguards. especially lifeguards. Yeah. So you might want to check before you go, just thinking, oh, there's a pool, it's open. Right. May not Splash always pad a good option, though. Yeah, it you is. Know, yeah. Easier, safer yeah. there, too. So. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas, from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. And here's a look at your Tuesday forecast. Boy, it was a steamy one in the area on Monday, with temperatures topping out into the middle and upper 90s. Heat index values exceeded 110 degrees in many locations, and I think we'll see a repeat of what we saw yesterday during the course of the day on Tuesday. Perhaps a little less Saharan dust than what we saw, but the dust over the next few days will continue to be a player. So today we'll look for mostly sunny skies once again. Winds shifting a little bit more to the south. That's going to help things out a little bit in terms of our temperatures. I still think 95 to 97 is going to be a pretty common number across the triangle. And the heat index, probably going to be just a touch lower. We're going to look for heat index values maybe as high as 110 in many locations as we push into the early afternoon hours. Now, as we push into Wednesday, a little bit more cloud cover. But again, we're going to keep things very warm and very muggy during the overnight hours and looking for, again, some pretty warm temperatures in the afternoon. As a matter of fact, we'll stay in the middle to upper 90s throughout the early part of next week. So the next seven days for sure, and then maybe a little bit of a cool down uh, heading into the middle part of next week. Overall, next rain chance comes up on Friday. We're going to look for about a 30% coverage of showers and isolated thunderstorms. And then on Saturday, we'll see a 20% coverage. Again, pretty quiet weather pattern as high pressure is certainly dominating across the region. And that will be the case right through the upcoming weekend. And again, 
into the early part of next week. Now, Saharan dust, we saw it Sunday. We saw it early yesterday. I think we'll see a little bit of it again today, but the higher concentrations of dust certainly setting up to move into the area Wednesday into Thursday. So be on the lookout for that. If you do have respiratory issues, you may want to take note of the dust moving into the area. We're also watching a system in the Western Caribbean. The National Hurricane Center at this point is giving it a 40% chance to develop over the next five days. At this point, with high pressure and control over the northern Gulf, it will be of no issue to us here in southeast Texas or southwest Louisiana as it is expected to make a left turn into the Mexican coastline south of the Yucatan Peninsula. Other than that, the Gulf and the tropics are quiet on this Tuesday morning. We're just going to continue to bake in that southeast Texas June heat. Don't forget you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. And when you're shopping at Market Basket, don't forget to pick up the 2022 hurricane tracking chart. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.